0: Hi, and thank you for listening to Fit Inspired Mama podcast. I am your host, Nishma Karim. Have you heard the quote, when women support each other, incredible things happen. Here, I connect with women, female entrepreneurs, mothers, and women who want to raise their voices and inspire others. There are no competition. There are no judgments here. Just simple stories for you. So come along and listen in as we inspire you one episode at a time. Thank you again so much for being here on Fit Inspired Mama Podcast and listening in today. Today's topic is about gossip. It's one of the most raw conversations I will be having today with an amazing friend, Karishma Nayak. We talk about why do people gossip. People who don't feel good about themselves temporarily feel better when they judge others negatively. When people can't generate interesting discussions based on knowledge or ideas, gossip can be one of the best interests in people's conversations people gossip to feel as though they belong to the group or belong to the person they're talking to. So why do we use up nearly an hour of our precious time chatting about such ho-hum details of other people's lives? Well, here it is. While me and Karishma talk about gossip, we talk about details about why we think people gossip. So here it is. Let's listen into the conversation. Hi, I am so excited to have Karishma here today. We have been having this a beautiful conversation about gossip. And I think the biggest reason for us to being here today and talking to every one of you today is a lot of women have this fear inside of them when it comes to gossip. So today's topic is all about how gossip is related to fear. As you know, I've had Karishma here before with me, and I'm so excited to have her here again to talk on my podcast with us. She has unbelievably amazing topics to talk about, and the best part about today is how we can just be ourselves and talk about anything and everything that comes into our mind. So again, this entire conversation will be unedited, super fun, a conversation we can just have with both of us. So here it is. Thanks for joining me today, Karishma, and so excited to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me. This is different doing a video Zoom call, but I'm so excited. I love the topic. And it's funny how we started with one topic and then we just kind of kept on changing to a point where this this topic just made sense. So I'm really, really excited to talk about this.
0: My biggest thing about you is I can talk to you about everything and anything. And when we talk about something, we talk from our hearts. That's the biggest reason I have you here. You know a conversation between two friends when we love each other so much that's the kind of conversation people want to hear in when you talk about something like that we here sitting here talking about gossip and we're talking about how gossip is related to fear give me an idea what does that mean
1: yes yeah, so let's start from the beginning let's talk about fear for a second so mm-hmm. essentially fear What is fear? How does it get triggered, right? If we focus a little bit more on fear first, fear is something that we feel we're scared of. It is essentially a survival trigger in our body, right? Um, And fear can be of many different types. There is rational fear, there's irrational fear, you know? Um, And whenever we think of fear, most of the times, what comes to mind for most people, if they are not into all of this, is that fear is... um, something big like fear of demons or ghosts or fear of like physical threats or things like that you know but fear can show up in so many little ways as well in our day-to-day life like it shows up in so many little things that a lot of the times we don't sit and think about it that oh this is a fear response fear makes us do interesting things you know fear makes us react in so many different ways and so gossip and we'll get into that in a second, is a fear response. What fear is making us respond or what fear is making us do? Gossip is a part of that. Fear can show up in so many different ways. And and the way we react to it is either, most people have heard about fight or flight. Like whenever some uncomfortable situation comes up, we either, you know, fight that. Some people's reaction is to confront and start arguing about those things. And some people think the best way is to just That's my default, that used to be my default is flight. I just don't wanna be, excuse me, I don't wanna be there. I don't wanna deal with confrontation. I just wanna fly, get away. You will do anything to avoid that confrontation or that uncomfortable situation. But there's other two responses that a lot of people don't talk about, which another one is called freeze, where we just freeze, we don't know what to do. So we're there, but we numb ourselves to everything. And it's almost like fainting, you know, or just like I can't deal with it. It's a overload. It's an overload for me. Um, and there is another fourth response, which is called fawn. Fawning is essentially another type of people pleasing, you know. When you go into a fawn, that's when you do everything to make that situation less painful for you. So that that's where the people pleasing comes in. That's when fawning is when you start agreeing to the other person just so that you don't have to deal with that situation, that fear, right? Even if truly you might not be agreeing to it, we're just like, yeah, let me just go with this so that the fear reduces. So that fawning response, that is a fear response. And within fawn, that's where gossip comes into play, because I feel that gossip is very much related to people pleasing, you know, um, think about it what is essentially gossiping if it was truly us getting an update from one person to the other that would sound very different than what a gossip sounds like if you genuinely were let's say inquiring about a friend that you hadn't met in a very long time you'd be like hey I' met this person your natural inquiry would be how are they how is things how are life how is life you know what what's happening with them but gossip feels different you feel gossip as different because gossip, there is a hint of negative emotion lurking around it. You'll see the other person trying to poke, finding all the juiciest bits, you know. Oh, this is what happened with them. Oh, tell me more about it. And you're like, it feels different. It feels uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> you're a lot. so much sense. Because when you look at gossip, gossip is that juicy topic that everyone wants to hurt around you and listen. Oh, what happened? Why did that happen? And then they have their own story to tell about what they feel about that gossip. And I think that's the issue here because when we're all sitting down as friends and we're all talking, I think the biggest problem with gossip is that when one person starts, everyone's listening. Mm. Everyone wants to hear it. Everyone wants to talk about it. And it's, um, it's a difficult situation, but how do, you, how do you get yourself into it, number one? And why is it so important to know what other people are doing? Why is the fear-based and gossip-based put together? Why is it so intriguing for people? Why?
1: It's such a deep question as to why people gossip. And I used to gossip a lot. I was that person. I never thought it was gossip for the longest time. I did not that I was gossiping. I was like, oh, I, I just love talking to different people. I, people talk to me easily. People share their secrets with me. Like, what can I do? They just tell me. But but as I started to get on this path of personal development and working on yourself, you start to realize that that's not true. You get some sort of pleasure from other people's misery or pain sometimes. And that's a very, for lack of a better term, sometimes a very sadistic thing to say. But I think we all do that at some level until you recognize that pattern and until you start doing some work towards it. Like it makes it entertaining, right? So I I think that why people gossip, uh, my simplest way I can put it for me, like how I understand it is that it gives people uh, an instant moment of relief. It's just a tad bit, like it's quick and then it's gone. It's not gonna stay. But it's a little bit of a relief because when you hear something unusual happening in somebody else's life, it makes you feel less bad about yourself. Wow, yes. It makes you feel a little bit better about yourself. Like, oh, my life's not that bad. My life's better. It's a quick moment of validation that I'm good. I'm good. my, My life's better. You're comparing yourself. And as soon as you see the other person's life is a little bit more disturbed, the subconscious reaction is like, oh, at least my life's not that screwed up or at least that's not happening to me. Thank God it's not me. You want to feel better about yourself. That's why you gossip. That's kind of the truth.
0: Yeah, actually, I see that happening. I think um, a lot of times women don't have anything else to talk about. They just want to sit together and just talk about whatever it, that comes into my mind. But it is a very triggering conversation, honestly speaking. Like if I, if I have a woman that calls me and, and starts talking to me, oh, did you know... So-and-so just got divorced. Did you know now she has a broad broadcast of like life and strategy? And if you look at her, like, how is she doing that? Even when she did this to her husband, it's like, I, I think growing up into, um, into that stage, I think we all did that. And it was a fun thing to do for us to do. It's like, we always wanted to pinpoint other people's problems and pinpoint what other people did and think that we are greater and better than everyone else and it's true we always want to feel like we are better and that's why
1: it's a quick moment of validation saying that i'm safe i'm okay my life's better i'm doing okay it's a subconscious way of telling yourself that you're okay because And this happens, especially when you have not done the work, when you have, when you're not on this journey of trying to work on yourself, when you're not on this journey of exploring your, your own, like trying to work on improving yourself. This is where you're just living your day to day life. That's when you constantly need those quick moments. And like I said, I was definitely that person. I used to, the time when it really occurred to me because I never thought that I was a gossip person I never thought that I was somebody who loved gossip I used to think that like I said I'm just great at um, talking to people and people to share me share their secrets with me and when it hit me was at one time I was talking to this um, person she's a coworker, worker um, and some event had happened in the course that we took in the academy that we were uh, learning something about and she, we were talking and she goes, Oh, uh, do you know what happened with that situation? I saw a bunch of uh posts happening about this and in, on Instagram and stuff, and I was like, Yeah, I saw that too, but I don't know what's happening, like, I just saw that. I, I don't know, I, I'm as surprised as you are. She's like, Oh, that's too bad. I really thought you would know. I was telling another friend too that Kirshma was probably gonna know, she always knows what's happening, so she's gonna know what's happened, and it was just a very genuine comment, she didn't mean anything by it. But that hit me as like, oh, shit, I am that person. Like, the reason she's so excited to talk to me is because she wants the gossip, you know. And maybe that was just a part of it. Like, she, of course, cares for me as well. But that's the moment of realization where it hit me. And even when you recognize that in you, even when you recognize that, oh, my gosh, I am that person that actually does like gossip. The next step to ask yourself is, why am I that way? Why am I being this person? And for me, what I learned is that it's again, fear, because now that I started becoming aware that I started watching my interactions with other people, I started observing, what do I talk to other people about? And lo and behold, I was constantly just getting updates from other people's life, trying to find, it's kind of like a journalist or something like working in a newspaper, you're constantly trying to find the juicy bits. And that was my interaction with everybody else. There was no genuine real conversations. I did not know how to have genuine real conversations with people. So even when I started to realize that I have a problem of just constantly gossiping with other people, it was really hard for me to stop because I thought if I stop gossiping, if I stop, stop talking about what's happening in other people's lives, I'm invaluable to other people. I started to build my identity around this person who knew things. So if Kirshma did not know what's happening in other people's lives, this is a story we tell ourselves. We tell ourselves all kinds of stories. So this is a story that my subconscious was trying to tell me is that if Kirshma is not this person who's constantly updating people in other people's lives, what's the point of Kirshma? Like, we don't want to be friends with her because she has nothing else to offer. That was my own insecurities. That was my own issues that I thought that my value was so small that I was only valuable to other people if I had information on other people. So that fear I kept on holding on to is like, oh my gosh, now, if I'm not that person, who am I? What value am I bringing into friendships? What are people gonna talk to me about? Like you and I, let's say you're talking. And if I'm not giving you updates, if you're not interested in knowing what's happening in everybody else's life or in something juicy in my life, why are we talking? Like, what are we gonna talk about? And that fear, Kept on holding me. So I still continued to gossip. But that's when your awareness hits in, where you're like, oh, I'm aware that I'm doing this. You're watching this pattern now that, oh, I'm aware that I'm doing this. I don't like it, but I don't know what else to do. So even when people get into that awareness, they get stuck into that phase because they don't know what else to do. You know, they When
0: I come down with you and we talk, um... I don't remember us talking about other people or things that we do. We, we really talk about ourselves to you. Hey, like when I come to you and I see you, I always talk to you about my feelings or the things that are coming through to me or something that's bothering me. And um, you do the same with me. We talk about each other, the things that you're going through, the things that you want to do um, your life planning. Like we just, we talk about and encourage each other for who we are. Right. But then there's some friends that we do have unfortunately that we we do go around and um with them when we sit down and we have we have a conversation it's it's mostly a lot to go around about others what others are doing what others are 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 looking at doing or why they're doing it this way or why is this is happening but we're aware of that we're aware that these people are unfortunately that kind of people what can we do when we sit down with someone and they start talking so about other people so here's here's a story that I'm going to give you really quickly about something that came up to me a a while ago I had a friend of mine that came to me and started to talk to me about a co-worker that she was working with and every time they would go out he was married to this beautiful woman that he loved and cared about and everything and um the rumor in in the story was she was she had other men that she used to go around with and so I would listen to her and so she goes you know, it was I think he never he never they always had issues within each other because he always thought that she was flirting with other men and there was some conflict going on and everything that was happening between them. And then he would come to work upset, not, you know, like they were always fight. So now they're not together anymore. And so she now has this beautiful journey of her own that she has finally put together. And it's about a life journey. And so her thing was, how is it possible for this this person to start this life journey after everything that she's already done to her husband. So I sat down with her and I said, okay, did the husband tell you what was going on? She goes, no. She goes, okay, did the wife come and tell you what's really going on? She goes, no. I'm like, okay, who told you what was going on? She goes, everyone that was working with us. I'm like, so you heard stories about everybody telling you exactly what was happening with these two couples. Yet you never had the guts to go and talk to them personally and ask them the real story. So really, right now, what you're doing is you're gossiping because you have no idea what the real story is. How do you know that what you're telling me is actually true?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's right? So, many so things you
0: just coming you heard the gossip. You, you enjoyed the gossip. So now you're coming to me to tell me the same gossip It's making you so happy that you've told me this gossip. You want a reaction out of me. But my reaction is, you're telling me something you're not even sure about. Because all you did was hear it from everyone else. But if you need to gossip, you need to actually go to their source. Ask that person what really happened. Because you don't really know the real story. So why don't we just not talk about something we're not sure about?
1: Yeah. I love this story because there's so much that's coming up for me. Like I want to share so much about this. I love how you handled it, first of all, because that's amazing. That's very hard to do. Like, it, it's easy to say, but it's very hard to implement because we don't want to upset the other person who's telling us this story. A part of us is also excited to hear this story. Like, we're getting, like I said, a quick moment of relief, right? Um, so we don't want to say that to other people, but I'm so glad that you're able to, to say that. And the other person also is open enough to understand that you're right, you know? Um, able to listen to that that's fantastic I think that that's kind of the goal where if you listen to gossip and if it comes to your awareness that this is some story that we're building about a person and it's not true because it happens all the time it's not going to be easy to catch it all the time that happens especially if you're just starting to become aware of it but when you're starting to get aware of it and when it comes to your mind that oh this is what's happening I think that's a great way of handling it is that you first tell yourself that what I'm hearing, is that true? Did this come directly from the person? Did I talk to them? If you did not hear it yourself, or if you don't see this happening for yourself, this is not, this may or may not be a true version. I will never know. You know? Um, So do I want to continue to believe hundred percent of this story or do I want to say, this is, this could be one version of the story, and and there could be another versions of the story, you know. Not taking that as ultimate truth, not accepting that this is one hundred percent true, and just looking at it that this is just <laughs> it's kind of like a different variant, you know, <laughs> of the story. Yeah. Um, and other thing that's coming up for me when you're sharing this story is that we all do that all the time, but I feel that when you're when the person saying this story, a lot of the times they also don't want to talk to the other person. I, I will go back to my example because I feel like that makes the most sense. For example, when I started to become aware of these things that I was doing this constantly and, and I started to feel something was off. I did not want to do this anymore. I did not want to be that person who constantly gossiped about other people. It didn't feel good to me. I didn't know how to stop because like I said, the whole identity situation, your ego is thinking that this is who you are, right? So if this is not who you are, then you go into a moment of identity crisis. Who am I then? If I'm not that, who am I? What's my identity? What do I have to offer? And you don't know what you have to offer because you haven't done the work. You have so much to offer. We all have so many amazing gifts and people do genuinely, there are so many people All everybody wants to do is actually build genuine connections, genuine bonds, we all want to feel seen, we all want to feel heard, we all want to feel loved, but but yet we don't say it out directly, hey, I just want to be heard, I just want to be seen, I just want to be acknowledged, like I'm important, you know. Um, And instead of doing that we go in such a roundabout way of doing this so when the ego is starting to identify the story and saying that this is who you are I was like okay that's not who I am then who am I, you go into an identity crisis more trying to figure out who you are, but that is a beautiful journey if you stick through it, and you start to work on yourself and you realize what are some of the amazing gifts that you have. That's when you start building actual connections. That's when you start to understand that there is more power in building more authentic connections. And it's going to be scary. It is very scary. I, it's very hard to let go of that identity, but the best way I can put it, it is think about the intention. How does it feel for you? For example, if you hear about a situation with somebody else through a common friend per se, um, I've had that in the past where, you know, something is possibly happening and the other person in the group is going to come and tell me, oh, did you hear that this person is not together or this person hooked up? Um, Especially when I was in an office, I, I had a lot of colleagues who were the same age as me. So if you hear some sort of office rumor, right, they're like, oh, do you know this person and this person hooked up? And Immediately, you're excited. You want to start telling other people, Did you know this person hooked up? And then you don't feel good. Think about how it's making you feel. So when I started still gossiping, I started to feel that something's wrong. I don't want to gossip anymore. You want to stop that. And you want to ask yourself, is this true? Did you talk to this person? So then I was like, "Okay, I need to talk to the actual person, the source of the information. Let me talk to the person who's involved because she's a friend. Let me go talk to her and see if she's actually hooking up with this person or not. And then I was like, okay, why am I so interested in whether she's hooking? Up? Like the whole reason now I wanna go talk to her is because I still wanna know whether she's hooking up with this person or not, instead of worrying about, hey, she happy, what's happened? No, I'm like, oh, I still want the gossip, but I'm gonna go to the source and get the gossip directly from the source. Uh, So I did that for a bit. I was like, okay, I thought that was the right thing to do. You go to the source and confirm it with them. Hey, is this happening? Is this not happening? I did not realize that that was not the appropriate question to ask, you know? Um, Again, that didn't feel good. I I did start doing that. I started asking people directly, is this true? Is this not true? But even when that inquiry is happening, even when I started inquiring directly with the source of the information, The intention was not right. It's the intention that makes a difference. What intention did I ask her that question from? The intention was still to get gossip. The intention was still to confirm whether this gossip was true or not. The intention was not, hey, girlfriend, this is what I heard. Is it true? If it's true, I'm so happy for you. Congrats. Are you happy? Or if it's not true, just so you know, this is what people are talking about, whether it matters to you or not. But I thought I'd let you know. Like I just, that should be the intention versus the intention was like, Hey, tell me if it's true or not so that I can confirm my belief and continue to do what I'm doing. But it's a process. Like it, it's a process to learn what your intention is. And even when you realize this, this is, this is, I guess, just general with anything that you're working on in yourself. But even when you realize, like now that you know, you need to fix the intention, you need to fix the intention with which you're trying to Ask the other person, your intention should be true, genuine love and care for this person. It shouldn't be, I want gossip. When you know that, it's so hard to do it. It's so hard to do it. It took me a long time to get to a place where I'm like, I'm genuinely going to inquire with this person. Because it's scary. It's scary to show our raw emotions to people. I still sometimes have a hard time confronting people because... I hate confrontations. My typical fear response is flight. So I would rather ignore that this is happening. But when you continue to work on yourself, I'm building some skills to learn and confront. And sometimes you don't always end up confronting. You need to be ready for confrontation if that happens and hold your own ground. So when you're always people-pleasing, you were scared to show people that you truly care about them. I was scared. How crazy is that if you think about it? we are scared to show people we truly care for them. I remember this particular instance. Do you remember this? This was way back. Our friendship actually had just started and you and I went to a spa and you were like, let's go to a spa. And you and I went to this amazing spa right where, by where I live. And after the spa, we were having a great time and you were like telling me all these nice things. And so like, I'm so glad we're friends. Like, this is so nice. We should do it more often. And you were like, showering me with compliments and you're like oh you make me happy and this and like I don't know you said a bunch of things and I remember I was so uncomfortable I did not know how to receive all that love and you were genuinely just complimenting but that's never happened to me before so I was awkward I was giggling I even said something dismissive to you and I was like oh my gosh I don't know and then you're like oh my gosh that's rude (laughs) <laughs> and I, that moment stuck with me because I was so new to you per se, right? Like you've always been that person, but I was so new to it. I was so new to people genuinely showing their love for you. And I was just like, I don't know. This is awkward. Like I, I was so awkward and I clearly remember I kept on thinking about it. And I was like, what the hell? Like I was so rude to you and you, all you were doing was just telling me nice things. And I was like, why did I do that? Why was I so rude to you? I didn't intend to be rude to you.
0: I think that's what happens though. When we are trying, when we don't love ourselves enough um, and we don't know who we are, we don't know the purpose in our life. So when we, the one thing that comes up is gossip does happen because we are not happy with who we are. We
1: don't love ourselves. We don't love
0: ourselves enough. So we're trying to find a way to love ourselves. And then that's how gossip happens. The second thing I also believe, and I truly believe, if is gossip is just trying to make you feel better about yes, who you are. It's a
1: story thing. that your ego is telling yourself. It's literally just a story that ego has created for yourself to tell you that this is who you are.
0: There's one thing that I do believe, and there's something that I, I know that I've told you this many times as well. And what it is that I believe is that we're all individuals. What happens in your life should stay in your life. And the only people that you wanna share it with, you can share it with. And what happens in my life happens in my life. And who I feel like I need to share it with, I'll share it with. But the issue here is that we're having is some people just can't keep anything that we share with them and it becomes a rumor. But there is something that you all need to know. And this is something that I feel very strongly with. If something is happening in my life and I do feel like I need to share it with a friend, then that friend can never keep a secret and it just keeps going over and over again on wherever it wants to go. I let it go. I let it happen because it's none of their business. And if they want to hear it and they want to keep it with them and they want to hear everything that they feel that is true, then that is up to them in their life. But when it happens to me, what, if someone comes to me and says, Nish, are you okay? Is this happening to you? We've heard this but we don't want to know if this is true. We just want to know from you, are you okay? I think that's the biggest part of gossip is when you ignore what's happening outside and you come and ask me directly and say, Nish, this is what I've heard. How true is this? Yeah, and, and sorry, I'll let you know. In my life, in my life, I've grown up with so much gossip, and it's not just about us in our household. It's about my mom, my dad, my sisters. There's gossips about everything. Oh, um, my mom did this. Oh, my dad said, did something like this. Oh, my sisters have done something like this. And we've grown up like that in our life. In every single, every single day, we'll hear something someone has said, someone something about us. But I've never seen us cry about it or get upset about it. In fact, we've kind of allowed the gossip to just keep going because nobody had the guts to come to us and ask us, Nish, what really happened? Nish, what was the reason this happened? Nish, can you give us a story about what really is going on? But no one had the guts to do that. In fact, everyone just had their little talks, they had their little gossip and they were happy with their gossip because it made them happy
1: people are scared. They're scared to ask. A lot of the times. some genuine people do truly care about you, but fear holds them back. Like, I do want to say that not everybody has a bad intention. Not everybody intentionally gossips. Um, A lot of the times it is fear. Like, I still have a lot of friends that... um, They know, they see, we, we do that. We see something happening in somebody's life. Like it's very visually apparent. Like sometimes somebody, if somebody's sad all the time, we know something's happening in their life or like, you know, sometimes some people will make a few comments over and over again. And we pick up on the cues and we know something's not right. Like, you know, there are so many different ways that people will know something's not right. But a lot of the, a lot of the times people don't want to come and ask you directly. Some people don't realize that they just care about the gossip and not about the actual person. But there are some people that genuinely also do care. And, and the initial place that they're trying to come from is love. But then they get stopped by fear because they're like, I don't want to ask this person directly. Sometimes they might think it's the wrong thing to do. They think it's not polite to go into somebody's business. Like I had a friend, um, well, I still have the person as a friend, but there was a situation where um, her and I did not, there was a very apparent issue, like the elephant in the room, and we were not addressing it. She didn't ask, I didn't ask. And then it got to a point where I finally got to a place where I was ready to share. I was ready to be vulnerable and open up and say, hey, so I just wanted to let you know that this is how I was feeling. This was the elephant in the room. And the minute I became open and vulnerable, then she's like oh my gosh thank you for confirming because she's like I saw this I saw things were happening but I did not want to bring it up and I'm like why did you never ask like it kind of bothered me that I thought that you don't care because you obviously saw Um, and to me it felt like you were seeing these symptoms but you were ignoring how I actually feel and and she goes no she's like Karishma I thought it was very rude of me I thought it's none of my business I that when you're ready, you'll come and tell me. That's why I didn't say anything. Like, she's like, I tried to ask you the same question indirectly a few times. And I was like, why indirectly? If you truly care, if you're coming from the genuine right intention, why dip around it? Like, you know, it, it's okay. You, you have to come from a right intention and just ask. If the other person's not comfortable in sharing that, they will tell you, I don't feel comfortable talking about it. Can we talk later? Or I don't, I'm not ready to talk about this. I'm not ready to share it. I'll tell you when I'm ready or if I'm ready. Maybe it's something I never want to discuss, but thank you for seeing me. You know, So that empowerment comes in you where you should also be able to say, I'm not ready to talk about it or I'm not ready to open it up. But thank you for seeing me. Thank you for seeing that something is clearly wrong. And you're right. Something is wrong. I just don't want to talk about it right now. That to me is very empowering. So it's about learning. And when I started to go through my journey, I used to think that, oh my gosh, I need to change other people. Again, a wrong intention. I'm like, oh my God, why do people love gossip so much? I started judging those people for gossiping. That's not the real problem. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a bad thing. Gossiping is a bad thing. Oh, and now I'm holier than thou. I'm better. I don't judge. I don't gossip. And look at all these other people who gossip. They are bad. They are wrong. If you start pointing fingers everywhere else, you fail. failed the whole point you trying to work on yourself. You, this is, again, take it with a grain of salt because this is my journey. But I found that you have to always keep coming back to you. What can I do about it? Because think about it. There is never going to be a point in your life when you're not going to be surrounded by people who may or may not have the right intention. You cannot control other people's intention. You cannot control other people's behavior. If you select only three people to hang out with, you're going to say, this is my controlled environment. And these three people should never be gossiping. These three people should never be doing this. It's not going to happen. Are you always going to hang out with the same three people all your life from whatever age till the age you're old? No, there are so many other people in your life. And you have to deal with people everywhere. You have to deal with people at work. You have to deal with, you know, if you have kids, you have to deal with the school stuff, parents, Social events, people are people. You cannot control how other people react. All you can focus on is what can I do about it? How can I behave? How can I be a role model on how the change happens? So in your example, when you shared earlier that you were able to shut down that gossip, you were able to nip it in the bud and say, I don't want to hear it. Like, thank you, but I I don't want to hear it. If I'm concerned, I'll ask the same person or like, hey, where's your beliefs coming from? that's the best you can do. And that is all you can do. You cannot expect that person to stop gossiping. You cannot do it with the intention that, hey, I don't like you gossiping. Can you not gossip? That's that person's problem to figure out, not yours.
0: I agree. I think that's one of the biggest lessons that we need to learn in our life is when you hear something about someone, really think about it and be aware of Are you listening it directly from the person that's giving you the information or are you hearing it from someone else? One. Two, do you need to sit down there and listen to that gossip or is there other better things for you to do in your life? That's another thing too, right?
1: It is hard. It is hard. So I've told you this before is that a lot of the times we all have our strengths and I tell you this all the time is that your strength as Nishma, your strength, one of your amazing, many, many strengths, I think one of your strengths is not worrying too much too much about what other people think. like I think that you are just naturally more gifted in that sense versus mm-hmm. somebody like me who's constantly recovering on being a people pleaser. so and not just you have your own struggles right everybody has their strengths and their shadows. We all have the shadow side of us and that's life that's journey. My shadow side, my journey is to continue to work and I, I'm saying this is hard because I got to this point where I'm still not able to say to people sometimes, that I'm not interested in this gossip because it takes massive courage to say that. It takes massive courage to say, hey, I don't wanna be a part of this gossip. It does, it takes massive, massive courage, especially for people pleasers because now think about it as a people pleaser, if you're not used to saying no, if you're not used to saying other people that, no, I don't want it. And the guilt that I used to be that person who used to participate in it. And now I'm like all better than you. And so I don't want to participate. Like you're guilt tripping yourself. I used to do that. I used to make myself feel guilty about somebody things like, who am I to tell this person now that, hey, you can't gossip because this is wrong. When I used to do that just like a week ago or two weeks ago or a month ago. I was the same person. I was the one who used to come to you with all the gossip and you would like eat it up with both your hands. You would love the <laughs> gossip. And now all of a sudden, I'm going to tell you, sorry, Nishma, I don't want to gossip anymore. Like, that's that internal conflict that happens within you as well, especially when somebody's trying to stop that. Because everybody somewhere deep down, way, way, way deep down, maybe it's not on a conscious level, knows that gossip is not good. Otherwise, why would you feel guilty about it? Why would you feel bad about it? Why would you have to tiptoe around the situation instead of directly confronting the person? If you know that gossiping is a bad thing, that's the only reason you would feel bad about not confronting that person, right? Because you know that's the right thing to do. Deep down, we know that the right thing to do is not take moment of pleasure from somebody's misery, per se, you know? We know that's not the right thing to do or ego is loving that information. But deep down, we know that's not the right thing to do because if you knew that the right thing to do is go straight to the source and inquire about that friend or whoever that person is and be like, hey, is this true? I just want to make sure you're okay. What's happening with you? Do you Do you need an ear to listen to your problems or are you okay? And then respecting their answer because if they say no, thank you for checking and I don't want to talk about it, you should also be able to take that no like you should be able to respect that person. And when they say, I don't want to talk about it, you should be able to say, I respect you. I, I had a hard time respecting other people's answers too, initially, because then I was like, okay, I've learned this. And I'm going to go to this other person and ask directly to the source and be like, hey, is this true? Do you need a moment? Like, do you want to talk? And one of my friends, she's very good with that. She's very good at saying no. And I was like, I love that. But she's like, no, I don't want to talk about it right now. Oh my gosh. I, this literally happened with a friend last week. So we talk all the time. And all of a sudden I started to notice that she was being a bit distant. She was not messaging me as frequently. And something fell off to me. And I was like, something is wrong here. And I was like, it's, it's an intuition thing. You just know. And I was so busy with my own things, with my own life. So I let it go a week, two weeks happened. And the communication went less and less and less and less where she just went kind of quiet. If I message, she responds back, but that's it. And even that you feel the energy is not there. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I definitely know something's up. I don't know if it's something to do with me. Something's happening in her life. Or straight my conclusion initially is like, oh my gosh, I did something wrong. I'm in trouble. And I'm like, wait, why am I jumping to a conclusion? Why am I making up stories in my head? The best thing to do is straight up as this person, I'm feeling this way, is this true or not? So I, as hard as was, it was literally a one sentence message I sent her and I said, hey, you seem quiet and distant. Is something wrong? And just wanna check in, you know? And I see typing, 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 typing. And I was like, oh my God, here comes the essay. She sends me this big paragraph. And then she just simply says, hey, thank you for noticing. There is something on my mind. I'm just not ready to talk about it yet. I'll tell you when I'm ready. So as soon as she sends that message, now it still doesn't confirm whether this is something I did wrong or something else that's happening or going on in her life. I don't know, right? So my mind is making up stories and stories and stories. And when I read that message, I feel something dropped in my stomach. Like my stomach feels off. And so even though my mind is telling me don't make up stories yet. She hasn't told you that you did something wrong. My body remembers this pattern. so it's feeling that fear, like you feel the fear in your gut. And so I'm feeling all this tightness in my stomach and I'm like, oh my God, like my body remembers the stress. So I'm trying to calm myself and say, don't jump to conclusions. you don't know what the story is. That's what I mean. That process is hard because even though consciously you know, that you shouldn't be making up stories. My body is like, I I literally had to meditate for a good 10 minutes to tell my body to relax. And once I relaxed, I was like, I'm going to wait for her. But taking that no is so hard because my brain is now worried that I did something wrong. So I want to go fix it right away. And I want to fix this problem. So I want her to tell me like now, like, tell me, tell me. So a part of me is like wanting to poke her, be like, no, tell me now. Tell me now. You said something's wrong. What's wrong? What's wrong? It was so hard for me to control myself and be like, no, you have to respect her space. You have to respect that she's asked for time and she's confirmed it. So when she's ready, she'll tell you. Give her at least a week. Give her at least like two, three, four days, you know. A few days later, she just messaged me. I let it go. And then for three, four days later, she messaged me and she's like, okay, I'm ready to talk to you Wanna hop on a call. And I was like, sure. Again, my stomach is like turning. And I was like, I'm making up so many stories in my head. I'm like, I feel like I did something wrong. I must have said something to offend her. Sometimes I say things in excitement and I don't mean them. And it's like, oh my gosh. And then I get on the phone call. I'm like, no, just go with an open mind, be there for her. And I go on this call and it was something really, really small. It was so small. She's like, so basically this is the reason why this was happening. And it had something to do with me, but it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, you're doing this. It was just like, hey, like, it's just I've been busy in my life. You've been busy in my life. There's so much going on in both her lives. And I just feel like we need to put a little bit more effort into hanging out together or spending more time together because we're both kind of letting go of our friendship if we don't put in that effort. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're so right. It was so simple. You know, it wasn't a big deal. Um, but you see how that whole process of it would have been so easy for me to jump to stories. And let's say that the real issue was something else happening in her life and hadn't something to do with us. And she's like, I'm going through this problem. This is happening in my life. And I just need some time. I would have rather gossiped, you know, like, oh, did you know this friend's going through this? This friend's going through that. So the whole process of gossip is essentially recognizing that fear. Whenever you're aware that you want to gossip and it's not feeling good, recognize that fear. Ask yourself, if I don't gossip, who am I? I'm still valid. I'm still important. I'm going to find other ways to still be a valuable person, you know. Like, for for example, you and I, like you said, we don't talk about other people most of the time. Like, we'll give each other an update if needed, but we have so much more to talk about. Like, we never run out of things to talk about, and that could be all about us, our life. We truly care. That true connection's there. That is not built on gossip.
0: I like it's- how you said that, though. I like how you said, you know, before gossiping, ask yourself that question is, if I don't gossip, am I still of value? And um, that is a big thing here. And I think that's the big thing of, I think we need to finish off the conversation with that question. If I don't gossip, am I still a value to myself and to others? And that is a very good question to ask yourself.
1: I would change, about the only thing I would change about the question is the answer is always yes the answer is yes. Like, yes, you are still valuable if you don't gossip. The question you need to ask yourself is, what value do I bring?
0: Yes, but in order for what you I to bring? feel that yes value, you need to say yes to yourself. That yes sometimes has, takes time too, right? Yeah. Am I a value? I know every single person out there is a value to themselves. But What other value yeah.
1: can I bring, right? If I don't gossip, if the only value that I'm bringing to the table is gossiping then if I get rid of that particular value what other skills can I bring to the table because you have other skills a lot of times people think that I I'm of no value now I have nothing to give because you haven't explored what else you have what other gifts you have so everybody has so many more gifts it's just that you haven't taken the time to explore them you truly don't know yourself So go, go on that exploration journey, go figure out what your gifts are and what you can bring. If gossip is not on the table, you have so much to give. Go dig in that gift sack Uh and find out a gift that that you have. And then like, okay, I can give this. I can give loyalty. I can be the comic relief in this friendship. I can be, I'm very patient and I love hearing, you know, I can be very empathetic. So I'm going to bring that listening skill to this friendship. I'm going to be, I love motivating other people and being a cheerleader. So maybe I'm going to bring the excitement in this friendship. I'm going to always be that cheerleader. That's going to support other people. Right. What is your gift? What is your skill that you're bringing to the table? Like you are great. For example, at coming up with solutions, like your mind works really fast. Sometimes when I come to you with a problem, you're like, okay, do this. Have you tried this? Have you tried this? Like you'll throw five different options at me. And one of them is going to work for me anyways. So it's like everybody has so many other skills. We just haven't taken the time to explore them. So there is more to offer. Ask yourself, what is that? What value do I bring to the table if I don't gossip?
0: That's beautiful. I love it. Thank you, Kershma, for everything. You have so much to offer, so much quality information. I just love talking to you. I could talk to you forever and ever and ever. But I know we need to end this now.
1: <laughs> I know, right?
0: Or we can keep talking forever. And then someone will be like, okay, do they ever stop?
1: <laughs> oh, I got told. They're like, oh, you guys are going to talk for two hours, right? I was like, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I am so excited that you said yes to me and you were able to come and join this topic. I love having raw, amazing, fun conversations with women that just want to talk about everything and you're one of them. So thank you for being here. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Kirshma, I know um, there's ways of getting a hold of you. I know there's so many people that but be like, 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 like my profile. I love it. You have so much to offer So I will put your Instagram feed into my uh, description below. Um, If you've not heard of Karishma's last episode that we did with her, uh, that one was even more amazing. We talked a lot about, do you remember what we talked about?
1: Oh, that was comparing yourself to other people. That's right.
0: And that went hi it was it was uh, it went really big on that this comparing other people yeah it was it was such a beautiful topic so good I will post both of them so then if you don't see it you can watch and listen to both of them other than that everyone thank you so much for listening in be yourself love yourself be who you are you're an individual you are one person that is beautiful the way you are and the people that are around you don't worry about them worry about who you are today because that's going to lead you high up that ladder where you want to be to reach the stars. Enjoy. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thanks so much. Don't forget to subscribe and we will talk soon.